What is up, y'all? Thank you for joining me today on my Four New Day podcast, where I hope to bring you some knowledge, some encouragement, wisdom, and inspiration in my words just the way I see it, and all in hopes to enlighten you to rise up for a new day in your life. So let's go. Are you enough? Are you enough? And yes, you are. You know, the feeling of enough is something that I think that we've all dealt with at some point or time in our lives. You know, for me, being enough, that's something that's come upon me multiple times. And it starts even as a child, right? As we go into the world as a child, we are always given that being enough. Are you tall enough? Are you smart enough in school, right? Are you capable enough? Are you old enough? All these beings of what is put upon us as a child can sometimes grow into us. And as we become adults, as we grow into our lives, we begin to take those on, right? We begin to take those beliefs. And as the walls of life come down upon us, it's in those beliefs that we begin to question ourselves. Am I enough? When the walls of adversity come, am I enough? When the walls of doubt come, am I enough? When the walls of, uh, you know, disapproval comes, am I enough? When the walls of, uh, finances come, am I enough? All these things that come down upon us in life, we begin to ask, am I enough? And the big one is that wall of belief, that belief that, can I do this? Can I accomplish this? Where can I go in my life? When all that comes down upon us, it's only natural that we begin to, we begin to question, we begin to doubt that, am I enough? Can I survive this? Can I overcome this? Can I make it through this? And that can sometimes impact our lives for for years and some people never get out of that right so when you have that you know it is important to try to find that source of where you can be strengthened at where you can grow from that at and for me you know mine hit hard early you know i was about 20 years old i think it was my first management job um i was at a big hotel downtown and i was a guest a guest manager and so i never forget you know being that young and having a team that was probably, I think about 80% of that team was older than me, right? So here I have that that balance of being young, that balance of being uh, inexperienced and trying to grow and work a team, right? Being in that position, I call it that immaturity level, like the talent was, was higher than my maturity, right? So that's a nice way of being immature, but still having a job to do. And I never forget one of the, one of the funniest things was um, being working one night and had a gentleman come in and he said, hey, someone up front wants to talk to you. And so I go out front and this elderly gentleman, he's standing there and he goes, are you the manager? And I say, yes. So he has this big smile on his face and he reaches out, he shakes my hand and he says, young man, you're still wet behind the ears. <laughs> so he shakes my hand and said, you're still wet behind the ears and good luck to you, right? So I, I, I'm like, taken back. I'm like, man, this is something that uh, kind of hit me. And I'm like, am I enough? Am I capable of doing this? Right. Because here I am thinking I'm doing something. I'm out, you know, my name is Willie. I'm the manager. And, and he hits me with, you're still wet behind the ears, young man. So I took that and, and that wasn't even the worst of it. Right. So my first big HR situation was one where there was a gentleman, one of my team, and I was told that I needed to, to turn him. I needed to fire him. So when that came to me and I'm like, 
terminate him. Well, without going into details of what was going on, I didn't feel that I had done my job as his leader, as his supervisor, in order to be in a position where we're now saying that we're going to terminate him. So they were like, are you going to terminate him? And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I don't agree with it. I don't feel that in the position that I am, that I've shown him what was what was needed of him to be able to go back and now say that you haven't done your job because I put that on me. And so, <clears throat> you know, I'm young, right? 20 years old, don't really understand how this works. So I said, no. Now, fast forward a few weeks later, and now I'm in that chair. Now I'm on the other side of that being told that I'm being terminated. And I'll never forget what he said to me. We were sitting there and he looks at me and he goes, you need to learn to be more for the A team than the B team. You need to learn to be more for the A team than the B team. Now, I figured at this point, I'm already done, right? Out of my job. So I said to him, I said, I thought you being the manager wanted a successful team. And from what I understand, a successful team is a team that works as one. So here I am out of a job, kind of crushed, kind of going back to that, am I enough, that feeling of what do I do, where do I go? So it's kind of lost at this point, right? Um, taking all those things that have happened. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go back to school. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. I said, I'm going to go back to school. And during the semester break in school, a good friend of mine, she reached out to me and she said, hey, we have a hotel that they just let the general manager go. They just let some of the team go. So it was a bit of a mess, right? And so they said, would you be willing to come up and help out up there, you know, get some staff hired, get some training done? You know, I knew the system was the same branded hotel that I was recently just terminated from, right? So I said, well, let me think about it. So I went and prayed on it and I, you know, I was like, what do I do? Do I go back? Because I'm thinking I'm going in a different direction, right? My plan, I'm going in a different direction. And I said, no, just go, be obedient, do what you know to do. I didn't have a job, right? So obviously needed the money. So I went up, um, I think it was there about like three weeks. I mean, I worked at desk, I worked night audit, I helped in housekeeping. I had to hire people, I interviewed some line level staff, um, all this in conjunction with working and, and it, it became to feel a little normal. So I actually stayed there because it was like about three weeks. And then one day when the vice president and regional vice president came up to interview a gentleman, um, they just finished the room and said, hey, we want to talk to you. So I said, okay. Now you have to understand that it's been less than six months since I was turned from the other position. So automatically in my head, I'm thinking, <laughs> here we go again, right? I'm thinking, what have I done at this point? I mean, again, am I enough? All this is coming back again. So we sit down and we're talking and they say, hey, you know, we just finished interviewing a gentleman and we're good. And, you know, we're asking some questions and kind of in the interview when they always say, is there a question you have for us? Right. So they asked me that. I'm thinking to myself, why are you telling me this? Why? Is that important to me, right? Do you need me to stay here longer? Are you telling me, you know, thank you for helping with this? So I'm, I'm thinking complete opposite. And they said that, going to say that the gentleman said that, you know, the question he had is when he was being interviewed, he was thinking to himself, why are you interviewing me when from everything that he can see, from everything that he observed or what he can tell that you already have your guy? Again, I'm sitting there going, 
what does this have to do with me? What are you telling me? <laughs> so I'm still, I'm trying to, so I'm still a little slow, right? So still things aren't clicking. So he says it again. He says, the guy that we interviewed told us from everything that we can, he can see and he can tell that they already have their guy. And they're like, Willie, that's you. That's you. So here I am. I'm, I'm like, I'm taken back. I'm like, kind of in a state of shock, right? I don't really know how to respond to this. I don't really know what to do with this because this is not what I was thinking was happening. I mean, I said, I'm going to school. Matter of fact, I, I said I wanted to be an accountant. <laughs> I want to go back to school for accounting. So here they're telling me that we want you to be the manager of this hotel. And as I reflect on that, you know, you know, I got to give praise to God for for that situation, for 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 setting that all up, because I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea that plan. I went from not being enough to to doubting that. And then Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, the plans for you to prosper, not to harm you, the plans for you to have a future, for you to have hope. So now here I am being offered this position and I came from a place where God says, I have a plan for you. I'm going to move you from here, cut your job, not harm you, and I'm going to put you here because I have a plan for you. I have a plan to move you. I have a plan to put you in a position that you don't even know, that you're not even seeing. So to take me and being cut from here and put me there, that was the plan. God had a plan for me, and I praise God. I thank you for that. That was such a beautiful uh, moment in my life. It was such a moment that I realized that when things don't seem to be going the way you think they should be going, that he had a plan for me. You know, talk about being on the wrong team or not working for the right team. I said, don't worry about that. I'm going to take you and I'm going to place you here and give you your own team. You're going to be your own manager. You want to make a team of one. You can make a team of one here. Talking about being told that you're still wet behind the ears. Don't worry about that because I'm going to take you with no experience. You don't even have a job and I'm going to place you here. And the beauty of that was I came to find out later that I was the youngest uh, manager that they had, the youngest general manager that they had put in a position. So the youngest general manager come from no job, come from no experience, doubting myself when all along I had in me. I was enough. And I say that to say this, no matter what you're going through, no matter where you're at, no matter what that situation may look like right now, just know and have faith and move forward that God has a plan for your life. He has a plan for you because you can have all that you desire in your life. You can achieve all that you desire in your life and know that you have everything within you to achieve that. You have that greatness within you. You are enough. So whenever it seems that things are going awry, know that you are enough. When things don't seem to be going your way, know that you are enough. When they tell you you're for the wrong team, know that you are enough. When they tell you that you're not old enough, know that you are enough. When things don't seem to be going right, they seem to be going wrong when the odds are stacked against you, know that you are enough. Know that God has a plan for you in your life, a plan to prosper you, not to harm you, but to move you forward because your greatness is in your uniqueness. Those skills, those gifts, those abilities, those talents that you were born with, that is your greatness in those. So come as you are because you are more than enough. And take your seat at the table. Take your seat at the table for that opportunity that you're looking for. Take your seat at the table for that position that you've been striving for. Take your seat at the table for that business that you want to start, for that book you want to write. Take your seat at the table for that relationship you want to rebuild. 
take your seat at the table because if God be for you, no one can be against you. So get up, let's go. It's Monday. Take your seat at the table because you are enough. Hey, thank you again for listening. And in closing, I would like to share this with you to remember that daily your actions create your habits and those habits create your routines. And it is your routines that lead you to a destination and there are no shortcuts. So let's go. Let's get up and let's do better so we can be better. God bless you.